90% of what you're stressing about right now won't even matter a year from now. Take a breath. Mel Robbins. everyone, and welcome to another episode of Podnuts Pro. I am your host, Marvin B., and we are back from TechCon Unplugged, our first in-person conference, at least for me, this year up in Chicago. And before we get started with anything, I want to give a great shout out and thank you to the folks that put that conference on for us, Jeff Hellish, Paco LeBron, And John Dubinsky, they did a fantastic job. And if I had to give a score on this podcast for that conference, I originally gave a score of 85 to somebody who asked me earlier, but I had to raise that to an 89 now that I've had a couple of days to sit and digest all of the great things that happened there. It was a fantastic event, and the Aloft Hotel took great care of us. Nobody got kicked out, as far as I know. The event itself went off without a hitch, as far as I could tell, which is what I think the event presenters would want. All of the vendors were great. The swag was good. The uh, after-conference dinner was good. It was great. So just to let you know what's going to be happening tonight, I've got five of my closest friends From the weekend that will be joining us here, we will be doing a little bit of conference debriefing, talking about what we liked, what we didn't like, and uh, what we got to bring home back to our businesses. So this will not be your typical show. Those of you that will be looking for our Florida Man stories, those will have to hold off until next week. We are all about TechCon Unplugged this evening. So before we get to our folks here in the green room, I do want to give a shout out to all of the vendors that were there. I do believe I spoke to all of them, although somebody, and I won't mention their name, sent me an email today saying, missed you at the conference after I had spoken to him for about 10 minutes. Get that CRM in order. So the vendors for this past weekend were Huntress. Aquanus, Datto, Tech Marketing Engine, Threat Locker, Keeper, Solutions Granted, Synology, Ninja RMM, Magnus Box, MSP Sales Revolution, Curricula, Havoc Shield, Malware Bytes, and the media vendor Channel Pro. And I do have to say one thing before the conference, there was this. Big old community chatter about a battle of the swag. And I have to announce that if I were voting, my vote would go to Tech Marketing Engine as the best swag of the conference. There were some other runners up. I want to say that Solutions Granted did a pretty good job of providing books for us to take notes at the conference. And yes, I did use them. There are notes in there that I took. 
Of course, Datto had the bags, as they always do, to go and grab and carry all your swag in. So that was your winner and your two honorable mentions. Now, let us get on with the show. The first person that I would like to bring to the stage, a presenter at this year's conference, gave us some great money management tips for businesses. He is the owner of Two River Computers, Mr. Tom Bull. Tom, how are you, sir? Marvin, marvelous Marvin. Thanks for having me on. Bud. All right. So uh, how was your trip back? Good, really good. Uneventful. Um, arriving in Chicago is so much better than leaving Chicago. Um, I'm a big fan. Um, I, I always say, too, that when I uh, I love going away on vacation or getting away at all, but I love coming home even better. All right. Now, you actually did something that a few of the other people did that I wanted to ask you about. You brought one of your employees. I did. I brought Vanessa, one of our technicians. Um, She's a bench technician that is um, migrating to be a field uh, engineer. And so she's handling our MSP stuff in the middle. So that's kind of our natural migration. You're on the bench. You learn how to do remotes and, and managed, and then you go out in the field. And I wanted her to see what it was about. I wanted her to be able to connect with uh, other good people and be able to create her own network of resources, um, you know, as as she plies her trade and gets better at this. So it was good. It was good for her to be there. So I'm sure you got some feedback from her. Is there any that you are able to share with the masters that you got from her? Not without her getting mad at me, no. Um, well, <laughs> well, leave out the late night uh, scamper outside of the hotel. <laughs> no, I mean, she she really enjoyed it. I think it was her first. Um, so it was it was good for her because the size was good. Uh, it's very well organized, well run, uh, easy, all being self-contained in the Aloft Hotel like that. I think made it easy. And, you know, when we did go off site, it wasn't very far. And plus, she won some stuff and got some swag. I told her. I was like, pretend that we're poor and we have to go Christmas shopping for our kids. I said, go next door and get a bunch of stuff to bring back uh, to the guys back at uh, back at the ranch. So we brought a bunch of swag back. All right. Very, very good. So I'm going to ask each of our guests as they come on the evening, if there was one thing that you could take away from it and just, you know, that one single thing, if it was a, a nugget, a experience, uh, a favorite moment, what would that be? Well, I mean, it's it's kind of hard because I said in my presentation and I've said it, you know, many, many times that this community is really amazing, um, very supportive, uh, um, um, very generous with their time. And it's just so great to be enveloped <clears throat> in that warmth and that connection uh, when we're there. And that's the most important thing for me. And I, that was kind of one of I what I wanted to share with Vanessa is uh, how great all you guys are. But in, in terms of the content of the show, there was really a couple things that I had highlighted. Um, and one of the things is that I really want to take a harder look at malware bytes instead, um, instead of the EDR solution that I use for Sentinel one. Um, I also feel like I'm going to be looking at threat locker um, uh, because I liked what I heard, uh, and I think it's going to be 
soothing to me because I'm always looking for that thing that's going to help me sleep better at night, um, knowing that my customers are safe and sound. Um, the Domolts thing, I'm going to revisit that because I I looked at that and uh, I didn't think it was for me. But then after seeing and hearing and listening to you even uh, talk about that, I think I'm going to take another look at that. All right. Sounds great. So you're you're one of those guys. You're probably a big ROI guy. Um, ROE guy. I do do like money more than yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If there was a percentage that you could put on the return of your investment and your time going to the event, what would you put on that? Well, I don't think you can, but um, I I mentioned in my presentation about opportunity cost. And that's when you spend time or money on something that's going to reap you greater rewards down the road. And that's exactly what these things are for. Um, to hopefully make me smarter and and help me learn things and help me connect with other people and products that can make my business better. So, you know, on the whole, um, I expect to see a return, honestly, certainly before the next show, um, if I can implement everything that I'm going to, because the timing is good. I'm, I'm going to be doing a lot of stuff in January, so I may see some things uh, a lot sooner. All right. Sounds pretty good. Now I'm going to bring on another guest here and, we did not allow him to be in the first position, which means it was not a win, something that he is not used to hearing, uh, especially since the diva was not able to purchase any tickets, didn't bring her business cards to put in. But he is the founder and CEO of Unbound Digital, my buddy, Jason Miller. Miller's on, How are you, sir? Pretty good. Pretty good. Can't complain for uh you know, Wednesday. So, yeah. How are things for your business when you guys get back? Because you know, you guys take off a lot of time, but I'm sure it's not easy to you know take off. You took off Friday, um, even though you flew back Monday. You're out part of that day. How was business when you got back? Uh, same as always. I mean, nothing too crazy. Um, already had this week pretty much booked up from before last week. So, trying to fit in a few other things. Not a not a big deal. Same as every other week. So. Can't complain too bad at all. So, all right. Are you mad that you and I both won the same amount of prizes? No, I'm not mad at all. Everybody thinks I'm like the <laughs> you know all upset about winning or something. I'm not. I don't. I don't care. I was, I was glad for everybody to have it. So, uh, what would you hear your name? You had to come running, Diva. Diva. <laughs> she just literally walked in the door from uh, our kids playing or pra- baseball practice. So. Oh, did they win tonight? Practice. practice. Oh, practice. I'm sorry. Yes, they won to practice. <laughs> hey, you know what? Sometimes you always play to win, right? Hey, now. <laughs> All right. So, Jason, you have been at every iteration of this conference since, if I remember, you did not go to Toronto, right? Uh, I did not go to Toronto. Okay, no. but you but you yeah. went to D.C. Yes. You went to Chicago. Yes. What else was there? Grand Rapids. Grand Rapids, Grand Rapids. you were there. Mm-hmm. So this version of the conference, TechCon Unplugged 2021, what'd you think? I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, there's a few vendors there that's definitely interested in. Um, you know, we've been trying to, as we've grown, we've been trying to beef up our cybersecurity side of things. So we're trying to make it that a lot better. So we're looking for, um, you know, looking forward to talking to Solutions Granted, uh, possibly Threat Locker to add that to our stacks and stuff like that. But, um, and, uh, you know, really good presentation. Of course, I was able to have, uh, 
you know, some one-on-one time with Solutions Granted guy, talking to him a little bit um, about their product and solution. So looks very promising. So we're really going to look into that just to be able to add a sock uh, to our, you know, cybersecurity portfolio. So. All right. That's what I'm going to look at as well, mainly for the firewall logging with uh, my sonic wall appliances. So should be pretty good. Yeah. And I mean, the pricing they had, I won't mention on there, but the pricing they had for the conference was very good. Yes. I mean, by the time we uh, take away our Sentinel one from our EDR solution from our RMM and add their EDR solution and sock and everything. I mean, it's, it's not very much more money just to be honest. So it's like, why not? So yep. Why is, not? is that your plan, Jason? More than likely, yeah. Yeah, so I, was, uh, I have a demo booked with them. So, I mean, I don't want to say I'm full-fledged 100% like said, hey, I'm sold. But uh, I want to see the demo, see all the product details first. Uh, but since they provide, uh, you know, the Silence EDR along with their solution, uh, by the time, you know, I take away our cost of our EDR, um, we're, you know, three-quarters away there. Yep. So, I mean, seems like a good solution to me, so. All right. And Diva, since you walked in, I, I did not have a question prepared for you. What were your thoughts of the event this year? I really liked it. It was a lot of fun. There was a lot of new people there, which was great to get to interact with some new people and new businesses and find out their <laughs> philosophies and procedures. So, All right. Did you hear the question we asked earlier about uh, not being able to be the top winner at the conference? <sighs> It was it was heartbreaking, heartbreaking. <laughs> you did have a fridge and a microwave, though, right? I did, I did. <laughs> the fridge was great. The microwave was even better. All, right. All the fancy buttons. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I did a lot of beeping and booping. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a microwave. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I don't think it was. <laughs> so speaking of beeping and booping, let me bring in the husband of this week's uh, best entertainer award. Um, <laughs> uh, owner and operator of clockwork networks. Mr. Mike wise is going to be joining us. There he is. Mike, how are you, sir? Hey folks. Hey everyone. I'm doing good. Hey Marvin. Good, good. How's it? How is it uh, to be back in the land of pot? <laughs> <laughs> a little pot. A little pot from Colorado. Yeah. Um, it's uh, it's 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 good to be back. I have to say though that coming from uh, the Mile High City, where the climate is very very dry, it seems that no matter where I go, it feels humid. I got to say, the weather. That's that's it, Tom. <laughs> that's the little pot from Colorado. Yeah, the the climate was great. It was uh, the our weekend there was uh, was very comfortable. I like it. It was a great time. All right. So let me go ahead and ask real quick: What was your biggest takeaway from the event? Because I have a feeling we're going to go off the rails here in a minute. So let's let's get the serious stuff out of the way. Yeah, I think one of them was uh, I had always been skeptical hearing about Threat Locker. Thinking about thinking that it was just going to generate more uh, request calls to me. Like I'm trying to install, you know, something benign, and now it needs intervention. But when they started talking about ring fencing, um, and I don't know how much we want to talk about that, but um, that that was the aha moment for me. 
um, where it's like, I think this is something that's, that's really powerful. And I think it's really needed. So it was the, it was the, um, threat locker presentation that, uh, and you know what, you know, what didn't hurt Marvin winning, winning the, the threat locker giveaway. Of course. <laughs> oh, now you're a spokesman. You're a spokesman. <laughs> well, you know, the, a paid spokesman now. That's so, right. So we so we won cash from Threat Locker, and of course, it immediately goes to Laura, right? And right now, that money is in a cookie jar with a picture of a puppy, and on top of it, it says Puppy Fund. We're we're, oh, we're, wow. we're saving money for a new dog. Really. Dogs are expensive because of quarantine. Our golden retrievers right now were $600 each. That might have sounded like a lot of money, but now they go for like $1,800 each. Really? Thank okay. you, quarantine. Let me uh, put a note right here, and we will get back <laughs> yeah. to that story. The puppy fund. Yep. All right. Mike, you have been a veteran of these conferences as well, so I will ask you the same question I asked Jason. How did this one compare to all the previous ones what's changed so i've been uh to the same amount of conferences as tom and jason um this is my fourth one and you know what's changed the most mike wise has changed the most when i first i mean when i first started going to conferences my my business my own business was kind of new and i'm going i'm talking to jason saying what should i do for this what should i do for this and he's like uh, you know, just try uh, solar winds, man. You'll be happy with it, you know. And, uh, you know, but now, um, years later, it's, you know, Mike Wise has changed a lot. I'm, I'm more, I'm less seeking tools and I'm more, I get a lot more out of uh, the Tom Bull's conversation with uh, inspired by things like Profit First and, and talking about the management of the business. All right. Sounds really nice. But Jason, you know what? But what is good before I, I, I pass the mic is that what is good is that although I've changed, there are folks coming in that are brand new and they're, and they are hankering for the tools <laughs> conversations. And that is so there was something for for everyone else. Well, I was going to kind of ask a question first to Jason and then back to you. So I'll start with Jason. Jason, how do you feel being the person that is given advice in the past and now seeing them in a position where they are now giving <laughs> advice to newbies i think it's awesome yeah i mean mike uh, i remember him at the dc conference and sitting in the back just chatting and stuff like that and having a good time but i mean i don't credit you know anything towards mike wise being the better mike wise you know i mean everybody learns from everybody uh you know we come away doesn't matter if you're a five thousand man shop or a one man shop i mean we everybody takes uh you know has takeaways and there's little nuggets from the show itself you know so I learned quite a bit there myself. So I, I don't know if I, you know, um, contribute anything to Mike there. He's, it, it's a, it's a hustle. If you're not hustling, uh, you're not doing it yourself. So, I mean, you really got to hustle to get there. Every day I'm hustling. That's right. Hustle. Yeah. All right, Mike. And so I'll now take the question to you in terms of that first one, when you were seeking advice from people, I know that you were giving advice out to others. So how does that feel to make that transition? Um, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's kind of like talking to prospects for, as you know, hoping to tr uh, get clients. It's kind of like when you kind of develop a, a confidence, um, it's, uh, it becomes a conversation, uh, easily. And it's like, it's not just like, oh, I have a lot to say. I, I want to listen. I want to hear a lot of what's going on. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, and hopefully I can, you know, 
share some something insightful. So it, similarly, when I talk to a prospect and help to convert them to a client. All right. So let's go ahead and take a little bit of a break. And I want to say that entertainment plays a big role in the conference. <laughs> and while I can't play some of the clips that were, you know, shot and I can't do the music because licensing, I just don't have enough money to pay. But watching your wife, Lara, learn to dance and sing. And for those of, of you that are listening to the audio version of the podcast, you probably want to go to the video. We are around the 20-minute mark or so. And there is a video of Fancy Like by Walker Hayes that uh, became the hit of the conference. <laughs> and uh, it's probably the most popular song in the conf- in the country right now. It is been adapted into an Applebee's song. So let's talk about real quick. What's it like seeing your wife get crazy? <laughs> it's, it's so much fun. We're so different that way, but you know what? I, I, you know, I, I always have a big smile when, when she is just into it and it's, and it's magical because it's funny. It's a song she might not have ever heard before, but once it starts playing, it's like suddenly she knows where, where the, you know, how the music's going, how the dance steps go or whatever the lyrics, the words, how does this happen? I don't get it. But I don't know, but uh, she still doesn't know the words to cruise <laughs> after five years. She should know that by now. But I heard she said that she doesn't listen to music. Is that true? Um, you know, it's, it's a, you know, it's, it's, it's a 2021 thing where it's like when you, when you have, when you do listen to something on Spotify, for example, it just, it's the echo chamber of what you kind of like and you just hear kind of a repeat and derivative stuff of what you kind of like. And um, so it's like we listen to a lot of 90s music because that was a time in our lives when music was, uh, I guess, more important to us or whatever. All right. And it is something to be said that music on the radio or music on Spotify just isn't the same as it is at a TechCon conference, right? <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and move on. We've got uh, another guest here in the green room. He has been on the show before, and I like the fact that he was unashamed to ask a question that sparked quite a bit of interest. He is your pro tech guy, Kyle Kenyon, the winner of the Summer Tech Series giveaway link sprinter. Kyle, how are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself, Marvin? Doing good. And doing everybody good. else here. Big, big show. Yeah. So you've been um, to a few of these as well, right? Yep. Uh, I've been to, let's see, let me see if I can count them. That was my second one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Tech, TechCon 2019 was my first show ever. Um, Would have gone to 2020, but... Um, when you say first, when you say first show ever, like first conference that you ever attended? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. That's interesting. Yeah. So how was 2019 and 2021 for you outside of yeah, the fact so, that you won again, right? <laughs> I, um, 20, 2019 was, was great. I feel like I, um, I definitely got a lot of, uh, 
like kind of instant like money back, so to speak. I, you know, I hopped on board with a few companies there and saved, saved a bunch. Um, tech marketing engine being one of them. Um, still, still reaping the rewards from that and malware bite. Uh, yeah. Malware bites too, but um, I was going to say Magnus box, but um, yeah. So then, then this one was definitely, it, it definitely evolved, changed things up a little bit. I feel like I've evolved since 2019 as well. So having all the knowledge that I have, these last couple of years that I've learned from, you know, some of the people on this, this podcast right now, um, a lot changed. And I felt like I went into this conference a little differently and I definitely enjoyed the, uh, the, the peer to peer stuff a lot. All right. So when you, so when we were on the podcast before and you talked about your history of the business and stuff, was it a big s- step for you in terms of the conference and, you know, progressing your business forward? And do you see that happening again after this year? Yeah, I definitely, a, a lot changed when I left 2019 conference. Um, I was very much, uh, you know, I had walk-in customers in my office and doing a lot of residential stuff. And now I've definitely shifted that uh, basically 100% over to managed services. And uh now I'm just trying to dial those in and get like all that perfected. Um, cybersecurity is a big thing. Like it was a big topic at the conference, big topic on TV shows and news now. So it's, it's a hot topic and I feel like I want to get ahead of it versus uh, I don't want to be chasing things and, uh, you know, be kind of thrown into the fire, so to speak. I, I want to be uh, ready and get everything tuned up Um and, and have it work well for, for me and my business and, of course, my customers, too. All right. Can we ask you about that ill-fated question that you asked? <laughs> oh, uh, oh, the, uh, the TP-Link question. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it got – if it came off the way I actually meant it. I, I, I don't want- think it did. I think it took a different turn than you were asking, so I wanted yeah. to, to get your feedback on that. I. I had meant to walk up to you afterwards, but I think we got caught up in music or something. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Some some guy had a speaker there, just cranking out some. Yeah. Tunes, so, um, yeah. I mean, it's. I don't expect it to be some big uh, like firewall, or even be a firewall or uh, UTM. UTM. So, I'm kind of comparing it to to like the ubiquity or the just anything that would be in that range, maybe like Meraki go or something, or um, what's the uh, Arubo has one, I think too. Right. Um, so just, just from a hardware standpoint and doing the basic AP and switching and stuff like that. Um, I don't, it's one of those things that, I, that they have a bad rep from just years of, I guess, residential stuff maybe. But yeah, I mean, they're they're in that with Linksys and and Netgear. And even though both of them have higher quality products, just like TP-Link does, I think initially the initial reaction is it's something you get at Best Buy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, and it turned into a whole discussion of, you know, tier one products versus tier two products. And, you know, if you are using the right product, those lines should have an entry level, an intermediate level, you know, an SMB model, and then an enterprise model. And I think, you know, that is kind of what happened with that discussion. So, 
But yeah. those are the All types right. of things. And here's the thing I was going to say. One of the things I like about these smaller conferences and when is when you get into these discussions, you get those free-for-all conversations and people you know, being able to share stuff and the fact that it's an environment where, listen, no harm, no foul, you're not going to be attacked, but we can have lively discussions and – you know, it's a room that's big enough that we're all doing different solutions that work for us. But the thing I don't like is that we always run out of time. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Yeah, there's definitely some conversations that um, that could have gone longer. Like even your, um, you and Jason, it was kind of like, you know, you just didn't have enough time to to probably get into everything that we we yeah. could have. I felt like there's some some of those talks definitely could have like kept going if we had the time you right know, and they people would have stayed engaged okay well i want to go ahead and bring our last person on stage here so that we have enough time for everyone to be here tom how we how you doing okay i'm waiting for my bride to come through the door so <laughs> okay. if i if i bolt quickly and start ripping my clothes off it's because she's home yeah and we'll and we'll <laughs> and we'll be your alibi and say no we have no idea what i'm he gonna was. close the lid just so you know especially <laughs> yeah, turn off the camera <laughs> all right so i think this person is going to be considered the new darling of the channel sorry diva you've been bumped Uh, she was at the conference like she was a veteran asking questions and giving answers she is diana giles of skyline it lady die how are you I'm, I'm great. You're giving me a lot more credit than I deserve. Well, when she you, was also a very big winner at the conference as well. Yes, that is right. For the that first is, time ever. That's how they. That's how they get you, die. You know, they throw stuff at you and make you want to come back. That's right. <laughs> All right. So this was your first time at our conference. I know you've been at a couple of others. You were at uh, ITO Compass, but the first time at one of these, the Unconventioner TechCon, what'd you think? It was great. I uh, I plan to go again uh, if you know the timing works out right, and uh, I can you know safely say I did. I learned a lot. Uh, it was different than the things that I was looking for. I suppose were different than the previous conferences I've gone to because those were a couple of years ago. But uh, it was I I enjoyed it immensely. All right. Now, you were actually a part of the Friday afternoon sessions as well and said that those were pretty insightful. But it sounded like you were you were half presenting. Did that did I hear that right? No, no, (laughs) no. I mean, I am soaking up everything I can find out about Microsoft 365 right now for the, you know, the business premium. That's really where my focus is. So I was thrilled to be able to have a class with Matt Lee because of his security expertise on that product. And I mean, I do know enough to maybe be dangerous on it right now, but he had a lot of insight and I was, you know, really wanting to to pick his brain, I suppose. But uh, I didn't ask that many questions. <laughs> yeah. So in terms of your business now, you, you know, we talked about it when you were on the podcast before you made a a shift in your business, changed the name, started doing more of an MSP focus. And was this conference something that helped you, confused you? Where Where are you at now? 
No, it helped. And, you know, I could relate a lot to what Mike was saying because the first, you know, conferences I went to, that was right. Really, the conference is what opened my eyes to, hey, maybe I need to move away from this break fix thing and, and look at this MSP model. Uh, so the questions I was asking at those conferences were quite a bit different. You know, they were like, which RMM and which PSA and, you know, that kind of thing. And I'm, really satisfied with where I am on those right now. So I was looking more for things that would set, you know, solutions for a particular need. Uh, and even some of them, you know, might've been something really small. I mean, like one of my, I know it's going to sound really silly because it's a small thing, but I think it's all the small things that add up for me anyway, on this conference. And that was uh, talking to Jason when he told me about speech ELO for my VoIP system to be able to uh, provide, you know, the auto attendant messages. And that, I mean, that's just a tiny little product, but it was, it's going to be really helpful for me. All right. So now that I've got you all on, of course, I, I probably know the answer to this question, but will we see you again next year by a show of hands? All right, 100%. Uh, coming back, um, that'll be a message for Jeff, John, and Paco to to do the do the conference again. So before we open it up a little bit more, I do want to let people know I have put together a quick little survey up on the website podnutspro.com. If you head over to the website, there is going to be a tab there called TechCon. And what that will take you to is a quick little survey. This is not, I repeat, this is not going to be the official debriefing survey for Jeff and Paco. They will probably be doing their own, but I just wanted to, from my own edification, get some feedback as to what you think of the conference. So um, again, I will have the link here in the show notes and let me throw it in the chat here so that people watching the video can see uh, podnutspro.com and click on the tab TechCon. and I'm actually trying to share it here right now and this is the joy of trying to do too many things at once but here is the page here that I'm going to share boom so there it is, and it's going to be completely anonymous this time. So if you would like to put your thoughts into that, I won't even get your name. I won't get your email address or anything like that, but just basically asking you about your opinion of the conference, about the session that I did, and a couple of other thoughts. So no prize for it. And again, this is not the official debriefing survey for Jeff, John, and Paco. But if you head over there, I'd like to hear what your thoughts were if you attended the conference. If you did not attend the conference and you fill it out, whatever. Just how that goes. All right, folks. So anybody want to add anything else uh, specifically that stands out? Mr. Bull, I see you raising your hand. Yes, thank you. You didn't ask me what I thought of the show and how everything went. But I'll well, you and I had this now. discussion already, so I apologize I know, for. I know. It's all right. <laughs> I, you know, uh, this was my fourth, I guess, right, Jason? Um, 
And um, I was concerned uh, about a month ago that what the, one of the emails that came out, the, the tone of it changed, you know, the announcement of what was coming. And all of a sudden there were so many logos and so much order and, you know, and I got nervous that it was going to be like every other show um, that I go to. And I was prepared. This is terrible. I was I was preparing to be disappointed and I was not. Um, and I said it to John. I I had spoken to John and I told him my concerns, you know, a month ago. And he told me not to worry, not to worry. And uh, it's true. It wasn't uh, it wasn't overloaded. There wasn't these heavy pitches, which I was afraid of. Um, uh I was mildly concerned, uh, not concerned, that I know security, cybersecurity is forefront in everybody's mind, but there was a lot of it uh, on Saturday. Um, I don't know that I could have done with less. I mean, I probably know a lot more now than I did, but um, it seemed like it was heavy on the security part, but that's kind of the times that we're living in, so I guess that's okay. And um, there was no shortage of food. (laughs) Dang. There was food all the time. Every time you turned around, breakfast had dessert. I mean, every time, and it was great. I mean, I love my favorite thing, those little tiny Chinese food containers that you put your own candy in. <laughs> wow, that was very, very, you know, stroke of genius. So I thought food was great. That everything seemed to run like clockwork, that there, you know, wasn't uh, any issues. I would have preferred more um, uh of the unconvention part that I really loved, which, which was text teaching text, like the peer to peer stuff could have been maybe a little more elaborate, but I don't know where they would have found the time to do it. Um, but I, I really enjoyed uh, Marvin, you and Jason uh, talking about your, you know, how to document stuff and how to network stuff and the tools that you use. And I, you know, we all need more of that. Um, all right. But yeah, I mean, I, I was very, I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, like I said, I was setting myself up to be disappointed and I wasn't. It was great. All right. Well, thank you for those kind words. Anybody else got anything specific they want to mention? Tom, I made uh, notes from, from your presentation. I went to engineering school and took a lot of math classes and how a 30% markup is the same thing as a 42% profit margin still explodes my head. Isn't it crazy? It makes you feel like you've been losing money, right? 30% markup equals 42% profit margin. I'm on like Wikipedia looking up these terms and trying to figure out what the heck is he talking about? Isn't it something? I learned that back in, uh, in high school when I was working for, um, a stationary store. And the guy told me it's a 40% markup. And so I did the times 1.4 and he goes, that's not how you do it. Oh, I said that backwards. Okay. Yeah. For the record, I said that backwards. Yeah. It's okay. People get it confused all the time. So I just ignore anything they say. Well, yeah, here's, so. here's one, here's one way you can fix that. If you this can, is the way. this is the way, but Marvin did this the first time I mentioned this. this if you can way. find this calculator, it's a Texas <laughs> instrument BA35, it has three keys in the middle here that will help you. The keys are cost, sell, and margin. So you can actually put in what your cost in, what your cost is, and you can put in the margin that you want to make. And when you put in a 30% margin, and then you can calculate what the sale price will be. And this calculator, I have had this thing since... 
well, I had to actually, this is my second one. I don't know what happened to the first one, but I remember buying this after I started my business. I think I had it in uh, my college business calculus class. But uh, I, I had to buy that exact calculator for all my accounting classes in college. I really? still have it. Nice. No, I'm telling you, I'm going to yeah. put a Amazon link on for this calculator. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure that you get the commission off that. Yep. All right. Uh, let's see. Kyle or Diana, anything else that we didn't ask you? Um, go for it. Yeah. Okay. Uh Let's see. Just uh, just kind of to highlight a few things that that I took away also that, again, were kind of small things. Uh, and I, I have to I do have to agree with what Tom said about, you know, it would be nice to have a little bit more of the peers uh, teaching peers or text teaching text. That's I I would have liked a little bit more time of that. But it is good to have a mix of vendors and peers and instructors. So. Uh, it's all important. It's just a good balance. But I appreciated since I have been really trying to do video in the last year, it's hard to be consistent with that. And I thought Jennifer's presentation gave some really good tips to be able to keep that consistency, uh, which is really hard when you're trying to run your business and, and you get pulled away in a lot of different directions. So Jennifer is Jennifer Bleem, and her company was the MSP Sales Revolution. Go ahead, keep talking. I'm looking for this calculator on Amazon. I don't, I don't think they make it anymore. Kyle, you want to say yeah, yeah. Probably only on eBay. <laughs> eBay for old people. And uh, <laughs> honestly, I, I agree with with Tom Tom statements, um, Diana statements. It's uh, I think there's was definitely some um, some talks that I was more engaged in and like better. And I think that's you know everyone probably has that the ones that they liked more than the others. Um, I would love to see some like hands-on stuff, um, like really getting into something like a, almost like a lab or some sort of in-depth training. Um, I, I know they did the office 365 thing, but um, maybe like on the hardware and networking side of things. Um, other than that, I think it was a really great conference. Um, well executed. And uh, I'm looking forward to the next one. Um 2022 in Boston. <laughs> well, I oh, will. really? <laughs> <No>. Boston. <laughs> Come on down. I uh, will uh, say that going back to the te text teaching the text, that's very great because you can give people horror stories as well as like the good feel good stories and kind of give people more real world life of what happens in the day to day life of a tech. Also, you know, there is more to running a business than actually just doing the service calls. So for some people that are just starting, they not, may not be thinking about everything that goes into it, like accounting, CRM, marketing and all that. So having those additional time, I think, is helpful for people as well. Well, I will say this. I I waffled a lot on whether I was going to bring my my tools and I've. <laughs> I've done that for every other conference, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to leave them this time and just talk about other stuff. And somehow we got back to tools again. So I will inquire with Jeff, John, and Paco if uh, if they ask me to be a speaker again next year if we do that. But that brings to mind the the thought that one of the questions that came up that I got, and I had to tell them that you know I wasn't a part of the committee, but – 
you know, being able to have breakout sessions. Did any of you guys miss that that were at the the first couple of conferences when we were unconvention style? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was a bit of an unusual format in Washington, I thought, but it really worked. Jason and I were talking about it, how there there was three uh, presentations, but you can only kind of go to two of them. And then the third one got reported on by somebody. Somebody was taking notes. And so you would go and do the two and then come back and then you would hear speakers uh, talk about, you know, they just kind of synopsized what was in the third one that you couldn't get to. So there was like so many where you were like you were conflicted about which ones you wanted to go to because you wanted to go to so many. And that that's a great sign that there's so many good things that you can't figure out which one to go to instead of settling for this one looks less lame than that. Um, but I, I thought uh, that the way they did it in D.C. was really clever. Yeah, and I've been to other conferences before where uh, outside of this conference where they do kind of like the four breakout sessions and it's kind of where you get together two and it really makes a, a, a big learning experience, I believe. So, uh, you know, you spend a good hour in a breakout room, just about one topic or one thing, and it really helps out a lot and, you know, helps progress the business forward. And it can be any topic, but it, it really helps to have that more dedicated time. If you can you know, break that out and do that a couple, two, three, four times throughout the conference. So, You know, as a reminder to folks, the conversation doesn't end at the conference when the conference ends um you uh an idea you make you make a note because something is an exciting thought and you follow up with folks um you know offline throughout the year whatever um you know jason and i have done a handful of zooms just us um i remember early on i i thought uh dubinsky was uh i i took a lot of inspiration from dubinsky as a solo uh, tech having just a ridiculous amount of endpoints. How does he do that? And, um, and you know, uh, catching up with him after a conference and stuff like that. It's all available to us. There's a lot of things that I, uh, I just made notes on, and I'll follow up with folks afterwards. Tom, let me ask you this. After your presentation, mm-hmm. did you get a lot of people coming up and asking you questions? Yeah, you know, you know what? I was, I was a little nervous. Um, uh, not to speak. I never get nervous to speak, but um, I was nervous that um, uh, it that it wasn't the right audience. Um, that there was plenty of people, plenty of established people, um, you know. And then I even said to Rachel, I was like, "If I say anything wrong, don't you correct me?" Um, because um, I was worried that there, you know, there was things that uh, they they already knew that they didn't necessarily need to hear. But so when I was done, like right away, kind of walking off. Uh, Somebody came up to me and I felt really good about that. I was like, you know, I, I helped one person. Right. And then there was another one and then another one and then another one. And then the next day. So and then Mike said something. Uh, Mike posted on my Facebook page. Thank you, Mike. And, um, it, you know, a lot of people saying that they enjoyed it and it was it, it was purposeful for them. It meant something to them, useful to them. So I thought here I was going to, I was going to be happy with one person. There was like a half dozen that comment. I feel it makes me feel really good. All right. I'm leaving room for you guys to yeah. talk amongst yourselves. You, you know, what else was a, a first, a first for, um, for this conference, the MSP unplugged Synology. 
Hmm. Do you remember? Synology said, this is our first conference we've ever uh, attended as a vendor. Really? Yep. That's my wife. That's my wife. Oh, happy anniversary. Happy Happy anniversary. anniversary. (laughs) Well, at least she didn't come and smack you on the top of the head. I was thrilled to see Synology there because we're a big Synology shop. And I got to get really good conversation, even though they're out of my region or whatever. And I talked to them about, you know, not some challenges, but just things. And it was great that they were represented. I think it was really good for them. And I learned that Domage runs on Synology. So that's yeah. a takeaway. Yes, and it does. Who, who wants to talk about Acronis? Anybody? Well, having Kramer there, his first name is Kramer, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, being able to share his experiences with 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 being feeling feeling flat footed when being hit a client hit with ransomware. What do you do? Oh my gosh! Everyone in the room needs to know this. Needs mm-hmm. to hear that story. So that was a treat. Did he say he got the Secret Service involved? <laughs> Who has that number in their phone? <laughs> yeah. No, I think they. I think they showed up. I don't even know. Well, no, it that, sounded like they they came out of nowhere. What he said was the very first uh, and second time they called him because he had previously worked with the clients that were no longer his clients, and. Secret Service called him and he said, well, they're not my clients anymore. And they said, well, can you still come come and help? They are his clients again after that. So those, that's what I took away from his first two experiences. And so after the first two is when he got the number to be able to call them the next time it happened to him. So that is a, a very nice thing to have that number at your disposal. Yeah. And when, and when I, I'm sorry, I'm just going to finish, complete my thought. Instead, he felt, I, I could get the sense, you, you, you're going to feel flat-footed, but the fact that he turned that around in 24 hours was, was just remarkable. Hmm. I, um, I didn't think it was that remarkable. <laughs> it, see, this is, this is what happens when you're the dumbest tech in the room. Because um, I was like, they were down for a whole day and they weren't upset. And you know, we could do this rollback thing and all this other stuff. Why did it take a whole 24 hours? I mean, uh, maybe it's just because I'm from the Northeast, but you know, everybody, they want everything quickly and they'll, they'll shoot you if you don't, if you don't do it. So, um, yeah, I thought, I thought it was a great story to tell and I love seeing the timeline and everything, but honestly, and, and this is my ignorance show and I, I wasn't that impressed with the turnaround time. Well, the reason I think that the turnaround was impressive was just because of what they did. They replaced all of those, you know, every hard drive. Yeah, but I don't think they needed was, to do that. Exactly. That's what I'm yeah. saying. That was the part yeah. The part that didn't impress me was that they had to do it. Yeah. Uh, because to me, then that means something didn't work right. But the fact that of everything that they actually did do in 24 hours, I suppose that was impressive. Yes, agreed. I'll, I'll agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think it was. It was. I was a little confused on the timeline. I guess like how, and what was done, and why it was done. Um, but like, like you guys just said, it. I mean, a lot got done in twenty four hours. Whether that could have been a six or eight hour thing and cut a bunch of stuff off, who knows? But I was I was confused with the the drive replacements as well. Um, but I guess oh, it's, if they had backups or rolled back something with the Cronus. Yeah. It was interesting that he said that a lot of that was done out of an abundance of caution. 
and I looking- would just replace the computer. No, why yeah. just the hard drive? I mean, if I'm going to go to that length of yeah. pulling hard drives out and installing new ones and then whatever re-imaging or it just seems I don't know. It was. I wonder if it's because the Secret Service was involved. They wanted the drives to do analysis on them. Uh, maybe I thought about Could that. Be. Yeah. Or maybe the data not to not be touched or anything like that. To yeah. Further yeah, investigate. We do that. You know, you know, you do that. If you're going to start poking around, clone the thing first and then start messing with the copy. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah well, I actually looked into the um, secret service, um, you know, uh, as far as like that, that situation where you said they had the secret service come in, they helped analyze, helped, mm-hmm. you know, with recovery and some of this other stuff that went on and analysis. And he said he's going to get a report on all this stuff, but, um, you know, my, my first thought was like, do you really want to call the Secret Service on, you know, <laughs> and have them get their hands involved? But I mean, it sounded like they were very helpful. So I kind of went their website and started looking around and he did mention in his presentation that, you know, you could call your um, your local field office. And on their website, they do have, yep. you know, each state has a field office that you can call for assistance and stuff like that. So, I mean, if it's free resources to come out and help you along. And he said, you know, he's been with this several times. Um, might be worth a try. I don't know. But um, especially, you know, we, we service a lot of government clients and some clients with uh, compliances, you know, I was thinking, you know, never want to be in that situation and haven't yet, knock on wood. But if we ever were, and uh, especially with like one of those higher end clients that require extra care, then maybe that might be an option to give them a call and see what resources are available or even call them ahead of time, I guess, and see if there's something kind of get the, I guess the, information of what you should do or whatever. Yeah. I wonder if there's a threshold, like we've had with some wire fraud cases locally, basically the FBI tell us if it's under $50,000, don't bother us. Mm -hmm. Um, I wonder if there's a similar thing with the secret service, but I mean, it's such, it's such a hot button topic right now. I think if you, if you said it, they automatically think it's Russia, (laughs) you know, or China and they want to get involved. So that could be kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, and, and I can see being like you know a managed IT company feeling defensive. I mean, you're you're, you're a dartboard. Everyone's throwing darts, at, but what I mean by that is asking tough questions that may not have answers. And and if you can't, you know, if you can't answer definitively, they're like, well, just replace the thing or whatever. And and a lot of that might have been. Uh, those 24 hours might've been due to uh, tough questions that really will never have an answer. So the abundance of caution now is what's happening. So yeah. forgiving. All right. Have any of you been following the uh, government's, sorry about that. <laughs> trying to get my thing here where they are looking at enforcing or doing some differences when it comes to crypto transactions as it is related to ransomware. If any of you have been following that. I saw a headline. I didn't, I didn't click on it. All right, good. Cause Not I didn't want to talk politics anyway. So we'll just, <laughs> we'll just move along. All right. So Diana gets the last word on that one. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, let me ask this question before we come to the top of the hour. I know that, uh, Tom has, uh, brought an employee and that I know that other people have been bringing employees as well. But let me ask this. Would you guys ever think of recommending this 
to a friend or a another company in your area saying, hey, you really want to get better. Why don't you come to this conference? Takes the yeah. right personality for someone to want to come, I think, first of all. I, mm-hmm. I have asked um, peers in my area if they're interested, and I have to say um, they've said no. And it's, it's only because they're not wired that way. They're not wired to share. They're wired to believe that they do it the right way and and it's my business and i do it my way and that's it one of the one of the guys uh and i know kyle saw me getting upset about this but or maybe it was keith one of the guys said um that he said the customers are the presenter said the customers are stupid for clicking on something and i and i said i don't think they're stupid i think they're unlucky and, you know, because you can have all the training in the world and, you know, even we could fail a phishing test thing. And I don't think it's because we're stupid. And I think that 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 technicians that feel that um, their customers are stupid um, are arrogant. And I think that the, the ones that are arrogant are the ones that may make a lot of money, but they're not making any friends. And I think they need to pick Um I, I like to service my clientele. I like to help people. I'm not that as concerned with making money as some are, but I think that it's to Mike's point, it takes a certain um, uh, a wiring of people's brains to be able to share, contribute, um, listen, learn, um, and be able to exist in a community like ours. Was I think it- that's also where hustling comes into play. If you're willing to hustle and grow your business, those are things that are going to help you move that way versus just staying status quo. Mm -hmm. I was just going to ask, was this the event where somebody talked about somebody that had been in a business for 30, 40 years, a lady had clicked on a phishing link and it was her third offense. And so – the yes. three oh, strikes cool. here out rule. She, so she got fired. Yeah, um, she was, that was, that was Carrie, uh, Keith's wife. Okay. Um, so the woman had just gotten her like 50 year pin or something for working in the hospital. And uh, she yeah. failed the third time. And she's like 78 years old or something. And they let her go. Mm. Yeah. So she, she loses probably, her pension and everything. That was uh, no, I don't think so. I thought that's what she said, though. Oh, no, I, that can't be true. That can't be true. Um, but I think it's probably cheaper to suffer the wrath of letting somebody go and maybe being even sued by it than to lose, you know, a $10 million ransomware thing, you know. Well, she- I understand their reasoning. I don't agree with it, but I understand it. We, we hear stories like that. We like to think that 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 can't be true. I, th- I think the truth lies somewhere in, in, in part of the story that's untold. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, corporate America may be looking for reasons to get rid of certain people. And sure. we'll sure. take this as the, as the easy way of doing it. Who knows? No conspiracies too small. <laughs> or too big. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, we're coming to the top of the hour here. I saw Ramey Bell in the chat earlier, and I wanted to say, Ramey, if you're still watching, that I gave the unofficial announcement as Tech Marketing Engine 
won the war of swag. But um, I don't know if Mike Slodowski is watching or will hear this. Um, try harder next year. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> they had some variety, though. I'll give them props for – I give them points for variety. They had mouse pads. They had the little backpack thing. They had some stickers. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Who had a backpack? Uh, uh, Magnus Box. Really? Yeah. Oh, that could They had a water bottle, too. Did well, you I, get the water bottle? Yeah, I got the water uh, bottle. The black one? Is that the black yeah, one? Yeah, the black one, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, I got that, too. I didn't see a backpack. There was a backpack. I got that. That's, where I, that's where I stuffed all the swag in. Oh, well, that could have swung the tide if I'd have seen a backpack. Were they limited? Were they limited edition? it out when you weren't there. Of course. <laughs> I may have taken I may have taken Seth's mouth mouse pad. I don't know. It was on the counter. I took it. So <laughs> I will say this. The the swag was good by all the vendors. Uh, there were yeah. lots yeah. of t shirts, lots of pens, yeah. some bottle openers. Although there was only one company that gave out those little power cords. Mm-hmm. Yeah, keeper. That's what I was looking for. I was looking for a bunch of those. I like those. Yeah, yeah those are good power cords. Dude, it's an adapter. We got a big fight about what it is. It's USB in and it's Type I mean, C out. It's an adapter. You take a pole. Your ass is on fire. It's it's. <laughs> you know, st- you know, staying at a, at a hotel for a conference. Actually, the the bottle opener is an amazing little <laughs> tchotchke to have. Yes, it I'll is. I'll say the first the first night without a bottle opener. I was at the front desk asking for one. <laughs> Just thinner bottle opener. Yeah. Uh, now Solutions Granite had the uh, little tins with the flashlights and uh, oh, yes. small screwdriver bits. Yes. Yeah, I have that too. I have that. Yeah. That's... I may have used that this morning, the <laughs> flashlight. Um, and I didn't, I thought the thing was a pen. And I'm like, the screwdriver? I'm like, twisted it and then I opened it up and I, and, and I banged it and then all the pieces fell out. And I was like, wow, I'm so smart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Our, our uh, text or Rachel come back with all the swag. Of course, you know you made two or three rounds to get swag, but uh, it's all laid out on a table for everybody to look at. Nice. And then, uh, as soon as we can get all of our texts together in one one area, nice. everyone yeah. draw numbers and pick one thing at a time because it's always like a fight for the swag. So That's awesome. Nice Good for you, man. That's awesome. But, uh, Nobody's allowed to touch it. They all just keep coming by. Can, when can I get some? I said, not now. <laughs> So how many of you wore that purple T-shirt yet? <laughs> hey, that was my BFF. That sure that was, was your BFF. That was Marvin. <laughs> I got some of those socks, too. Hey, you wearing them? I'm gonna. <laughs> hey, it's Dee Dee. That's her name, remember? Yeah. Who's Dee Dee? Is that from, didn't somebody she's say the, it was? She's the tech version of Karen, I think. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. She's like a little character in their like, series of... Like educational videos. Oh, She's the main explainer character. explainer yeah. videos. I thought she was from like Dexter's lab. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're gonna go ahead and continue this friendly banter and we'll talk more about uh Dee Dee and Swag and Divas BFF uh in the post show. So I wanna say thank you, folks, if you are watching us live and came late. We are doing the TechCon 2021 debriefing, the voyage home, and I have been joined by my good friends Tom Bull, Jason Miller, Mike Wise, Kyle Kenyon, 
and Lady Diana Giles. Folks, thank you guys for hanging out. And Tom, I'm glad you were able to make it the whole way through. And uh, yeah, man, the wife didn't pull but you I gotta away. Go but, now. But, I have to go now. So, so we'll, we'll end off the show. Happy, Happy anniversary. And uh, give her a kiss for us. And and uh, have yourself a good night. Six kisses. I got <laughs> it. Go. <laughs> no more, no less. For everyone. Solutions, <laughs> solutions granted. Nice. <laughs> oh. Wow. Wow. That's a plug. My goodness. All right, folks, for those of you watching and listening by auto, thank you very much for subscribing, downloading, listening, watching the show. Head over to podnutspro.com. You can check, catch all of the back episodes. Hit the tech con tab at the top there. Fill out the conference survey. Uh, while you're there, hit the donation page. Support this show and give us a little donation. Tell us how much you appreciate things. You can buy me a cup of coffee, do a PayPal donation, or become a patron. And that is going to do it for this episode of PodNuds Pro. Join us here again next week. We are here Wednesdays at 8 p.m. That is going to do it. And until then... Holla.